This is the Mosaic Church Podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. Hey, good morning, Mosaic Church. Today is Sunday, January 3rd. Happy New Year. I pray that everything went well uh, celebrating the new year. And I just can't believe we're already in day three of 2021. Hey, I'd like to start off by praying for a, a dear family in our church, uh, Dave and Luce. Uh, Luce, um, we just need to pray for her. I'll let her share the news as you see her at church. But let's just take a moment and pray for our dear sister Luce. I, I pray, Father, thank you for this day. We say thank you for all your good gifts that you've given us. And one of those gifts you've given us here at the church is Dave and Luce. And Lord, we just say thank you for Luce and her life. And I pray, God, that you would continue to minister to her and through her. Lord, I pray, God, for healing in the name of Jesus. Lord, we believe in supernatural healing. We say thank you and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, keep her in your prayers and uh, keep them in your prayers. So happy new year. It is uh, the first Sunday of the year. As you already know, we're not meeting in person, so we're doing a simulcast on YouTube Sunday morning. And I just want to go right into it. If you have your Bibles, this is the message for 2021. I just really felt like God uh, reminded me of a sermon I heard years ago and uh, just brought it to mind as I was thinking about today's Sunday sermon, and I just really wanted you to follow along and to be challenged by the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you have your Bibles, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 and 14, it's, and we'll put it up on the screen uh, so you can see it, but if you have your Bibles, please follow along. It's very simple. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and do everything in love. I cannot think of a better verse for 2021 to start off this year and especially in light of what just happened last year, uh, God has given us a fantastic verse for our church and for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13 and 14. Be on your guard. Stand firm in, your, in the faith. Be courageous, be strong, and do everything in love. And so I want to talk to you about what it means to be strong. You know, uh, as I've gotten older, I've had to work a little bit harder to keep my body strong. You know, I don't want to be slumping over, uh, you know, right body posture, and that takes effort, and that takes uh, some exercise. And so being strong in our bodies is super important. It's important to eat right. It's important to sleep right. It's important to exercise and all those things, you know, making sure what we're eating is good for our bodies. Uh, and so uh, strength in the body is important. And we try to minimize those things that will attack the body, like, you know, not sleeping well, not eating well, not exercising, uh, you know, all those things that will attack the body, we try to minimize that. You know, one of the reasons we wear masks is so that we don't want our bodies to be attacked. And, and then if we do, we want to have strong immune system to fight off these uh, viruses that are, are so rampant in, in the world. So... Just as important it is for the human body to be strong, to ward off the attacks of viruses, it is important that the church is strong and that we do everything to maintain health 
And so the life of the church is important. The strength of the church is important. And we need a strong church. Not just Mosaic Church, but the church in general needs to be strong. And I believe that it is the prayer for our lives and our church, Mosaic Church, that we are fully functioning as a healthy, strong church. We want to be healthy and strong. And what do I mean about strong? What do I mean by that? Well, I'm talking about people who are strong with convictions. You know, we live in a world that they want us to uh, waffle on our convictions. Uh, someone who stands firm on God's truth. Someone who's not doesn't compromise. Uh, someone who doesn't waffle, you know, with their beliefs. You know, we need a strong church that the person that we see on Sunday mornings is the same person that's at work on Monday mornings. We need someone who's strong. Someone who's, who's strong is not defeated, is not fearful, is not easily frightened. Someone who, who embodies courage. Lord Jesus, give us courageous people in the church. We need more courageous people. I believe God has called you to be courageous, to be bold. Someone who can stand, as we're, as we're doing the Daniel series and we're almost halfway through, someone who can stand strong in, 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 in spite of persecution. Someone who doesn't uh, bow their knee uh, other than to, to God. Having the, the courage to stand on truth and not waffle on situation to situation. Someone who can stand against opposition, who's brave enough to face uh, challenges. Someone who lives by God's design uh, and principles and, and, and isn't just, you know, just every whim, every wind that just fluctuating in their beliefs. No. So Mosaic Church, the church in America, the church in the world, the Christian church, we need strong people. And God is challenging you in 2021 and challenging me to be courageously strong. We just read it, and I'll read it again. It says this in 1 Corinthians. Be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, be courageous, be strong, and I love this last part, do everything in love. Do everything in love. You know, the word uh, in the Greek means conduct yourself in a courageous way. Be courageous. That's the word for Mario, and that's the word for you, for our church. I'm not trying to give you a pep talk and get you pumped up. Uh, I'm not trying to get you to be like wowed by, oh, that was a great message, and, and somehow you can remember the message for a couple of hours after this video is over. That's not why I'm teaching this. I believe it, and I want you to believe it, that God wants you to be courageous. He wants me to be courageous. He wants me to be strong. He wants you to be strong. Ephesians chapter 3, one of my favorite verses, it says this, For this reason I kneel before the Father, verse 14, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray out his glorious riches may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ might dwell in your hearts through faith. And I highlighted this part. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and how high and deep 
is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. So we're talking about someone in 2021. We're looking for people in our church, at Mosaic Church, in our family's life, my life, someone who's controlled by the Holy Spirit, spirit-filled, controlled, under the power of the Holy Spirit, committed to consistent living in the power of the Holy Spirit. I learned this trick a long time ago, and it's important, and I'm going to share this trick with you, how to, how to be courageous. Not, not that I've mastered courageous lifestyle or, or you know, I'm, I haven't mastered, you know, living by truth. There are still areas in my life that God is still working on. I want to uh, give you some points. How do you become strong and courageous in the Lord? The number one thing is you have to read his word. Uh, you have to have some knowledge of the word. Uh, there's uh, a new family in our church, and, and uh, Jeremy uh, Sunday has been part of our church. And one of the things I love, he's been working here, is that when we have our chats, and one thing I, I recognize immediately is his knowledge of God's word. And so begin to read it. Begin to, begin to allow it to permeate your life. And when you do that, you're going to find that God's going to use that to begin to muster up those spiritual muscles and be courageously in the word of God. The second thing is commit yourself to live to the principles. Commit yourself to live to godly principles. And the third thing is you can't do it by gritting your teeth and, you know, uh, making fists and, and just gritting and, and tightening your belt, that's not going to weigh. That doesn't happen. It's through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to empower us to live fully for his glory in strength and courage. Second Timothy. This is really where I want to focus on. Second Timothy chapter 2, 1 and 2. It's related to Matthew 28. Go and make disciples, teaching them, to observe all that I've commanded you. Go and make disciples, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. Matthew 28. 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2 says, You, Paul talking to Timothy, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And these things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, Entrust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. All right? So this is really important. This is the challenge for you sitting at home, watching this on your TV or your computer. And this is my challenge for my life as well. 2 Timothy 2, 1 and 2. If you want to really live and understand what it means to be strong and courageous, the very first thing I think we need to do, you need to do, is you must take on the role of a teacher. I'm asking you to look at yourself as a teacher. I know that you may not have a teaching degree. You didn't go to Florida State to get a teaching degree. You're probably thinking, well, I'm not a teacher. You know, I do this. You know, I do computer programming. You know, I'm a carpenter. Uh, I'm an attorney. You know, I'm telling you that you are a teacher. And if you want to grow in your faith in Christ, acknowledge it, 
receive it, and put it on. Recognize that God has made you a teacher. The Bible just tells us right there, all these things, basically, Timothy, in the presence of many witnesses, entrust reliable people to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. First, the first step is that you have to view yourself as a role of a teacher. Everybody at Mosaic Church, I now bless you to be a teacher. Receive it. You must view yourself as a teacher. Paul says, I taught you, you need to teach others, and those others can teach others. And we have four generations. Paul to Timothy, Timothy to the faithful men, and the faithful men to others. And let me just tell you real quick, there's something powerful about being a teacher. I happen to be blessed to have a son-in-law that's a teacher. He teaches history. And um, I don't know why I'm amazed, but, you know, when he talks about history, I'm amazed how much he knows. Well, the reason he knows so much is because he's a teacher of history. And you'll see what I mean by that in a few seconds here. So when you teach, it builds an understanding of Scripture. You know, when you're a teacher, on Sunday mornings when I'm doing this, I, I have to read the Bible. And it builds, uh, when I'm reading it, it builds on my convictions. You know, so I'm building and, and my truths, and I'm beginning to applying them into my lives, my life. So in order for, to teach, whether it's history, whether it's English, uh, we have a new teacher, uh, a person in our church who became a new teacher, and she's teaching Spanish. You know, she needs to know what she's teaching. So I know for a fact, because I've talked to uh, this teacher, that, you know, she's been studying and reading and making sure she's mastering her lessons, what she's going to teach. So one of the great things is that when you're a teacher, you can give what you have. One of my favorite verse things, sayings that we have at Mosaic Church, you cannot give what you don't have. Right? I would love to teach you Russian, but I have no idea how to speak Russian, so I can't give that to you. I can't bless you with that knowledge of speaking Russian or Chinese or any other language. Because I don't have it. So you have to own it for you to give it. And so... One of the blessings and one of the things that is great about putting on the role of a teacher is that it's going to make you read and you are going to learn it. So one of the great pressures of teaching is that you have to learn before you teach. And so one of the advantages of teaching is that you learn it before you teach. It's really easy uh, when you put it like that. Now, I tell you what's not easy is teaching clearly, okay? And, and if you don't know something, it's easy to be unclear. And guess what happens? If you're unclear, uh, the audience, your students are going to be unclear. So it's, it's uh, not easy to teach clearly, but you have to read. You have to uh, begin to absorb what you're, you're, you're reading and apply it in your life. And then when you own it, you can give it. Really, this is a message about discipleship. God is calling us to disciple, to be in discipleship, and to disciple others, to teach others. 
Now, the second thing is I notice is that uh, if you don't get it, they're not going to get it. So get it. It, it. Say, Lord, Holy Spirit, help me to understand the passages. Lord, give me understanding. And as, and as God re- begins to reveal these biblical truths and, and you begin to absorb it into your life, uh, you find that your, your spiritual muscles are stronger and, and you ask God for clarity. Ask God for clarity. So the, the great thing about teaching someone about the gospel is that you, you have to read the word. That's a good thing. You're, you're forced to be clear. You're, you're forcing yourself to, to clearly understand the scripture. And I love this last part. Here's another tremendous benefit. And I get this benefit every time I teach. I, I place myself in a position of accountability. And that's the thing that usually throws people off. They don't want to be accountable. But I love teaching because a byproduct, it it holds me accountable. And I'll try to hurry up here. We're probably uh, coming close to the tape ending, so I better hurry up. So you have to be, you have to know what you're talking about. You have to own it before you give, right? And so uh, let's just say, you know, I, I want to give the principles of, speaking Spanish, and, and then you're, you teach your students, and then all of a sudden you find, find myself not living up to those principles, those students are going to tell you. You're going to be held accountable. One time I was, I was playing soccer, and um, I'll be open and vulnerable. One time, it was a long time ago, I told somebody to shut up. And, uh, and the other player, he looked at me, he's like, oh, I thought you were, uh, I thought you were a pastor. And it's like, Ouch. That's true. I'm being held accountable to what I'm teaching. So that's a, that's a good thing. And so let's not be afraid of accountability. Let's embrace it. Now, you can start with your family. Teach your family. You're saying, Pastor Mario, I don't, I don't have a degree. I didn't go to Bible school. I didn't go to seminary. That's all right. Just find someone who knows a little bit less than you, and you can teach them what you know. Own it. Read it. Make it part of your life. Make it part of your conviction, and then share it. That's it. Just find someone that you can share what you know. It could be your family member. It could be your children. It could be a brother, sister, mother, father. You know, maybe they don't know much about the Lord, that you've come to know the Lord for a while, and you've learned these things. You've owned it, and now you want to give it. None of us live at a dead-end street. We have to continue to own it and give it. God's called us that. Go and make disciples. So my challenge for you, the end of 2020, early 2021, is to place yourself in the position to teach. In my own journey with Jesus, I have found that teaching and preaching has really helped me in my journey with Jesus for those very reasons I shared, that I get to pray, I get to read, I begin to absorb, I live out through the Holy Spirit what I've learned, and I, I make it clear in my life so that if it's clear in my life, that I can make it clear in your life, and I hope I'm being clear this morning. It's a challenge, and then I'm being held accountable I can only give what I own. I 
can only give what I own. So I'm asking you to put on the responsibility of teaching. Don't, don't let someone else do it. Don't let the Christian school do it for your kids. You do it. Let the school be augmenting what you're doing. Kids church at Mosaic Church, we're only going to augment what you are doing at home. You know, kids are awesome. They'll hold you accountable, right? They'll hold you accountable. There are many times my kids are like, ooh, that just means they're holding me accountable. That's good. I want to be a teacher. I want to give what I have to them because God's called me to be a teacher slash disciple, discipler. Be courageous and strong to stand firm. So last thing, everyone's a teacher. You're a teacher. I'm a teacher. We're all teaching. We're all teaching a lesson. The question is, what kind of lesson are we going to teach? And I pray that as you dive into God's word, you dive in and allow the Holy Spirit to let that absorb into your spiritual DNA. You, you become a person of conviction. It's clear. And then we teach it. That's the word for 2021 for Mosaic Church. Be a teacher. Now, there are many opportunities to serve as a teacher. We have our Wednesday night small groups. We do a breakouts, and there's an opportunity for lead. Uh, we have kids' church downstairs. Uh, you know, we have uh, all sorts of opportunities for you to, to lead a, a class on water baptism, a class on uh, church membership, um, uh, you know, prayer time, all those things. Place yourself in that position. So let me end with this. Please ask the Holy Spirit in your house right now and say, Lord, not that do you want me to be a teach, teacher, but who do you want me to teach? Because we already know that Matthew 28 just tells us, go and make disciples. Go and be a teacher. Teach with your words and in your life, and in love, as we read in the very beginning. All right, so that's our message for today. I pray that it doesn't just ping pong in your head for a few minutes, and then it's gone, and uh, I really pray that God would speak to you clearly to embrace and put on the role of a teacher, and that God would make it clear how you to express what you own. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We love you. And thank you for the opportunities to, uh, in, ahead of time, what you're going to allow us to do to teach someone about your good news, the grace, the mercy that we, we read in the scriptures. And Lord, we have allowed it to permeate, make it clear in our hearts, and now we want to uh, disseminate that. Lord, we want to share that good news and teach others. Lord, I pray, Father, that you would just anoint everyone, all our listeners in our church, that it wouldn't be just listening, but they would begin to flesh it out and be doers of your word. Lord, we need courageous people in the church to stand up and to teach. In a world where everything is waffling, Lord, the church needs courage and strength. And you've chosen to use your Vessels made of clay, us. So thank you, Father. I pray a blessing upon each family in this coming year. And Lord, a special blessing of healing on Dave and Luce Martin. 
bless them. We love you, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. May the Lord be with you. He is risen. He is risen indeed. God bless you. We'll see you Sunday, January 10th in person. God bless. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.mosaicchurchtlh.com.